Okay, so where do you think the filthiest spot in your bathroom is? The toilet. It's not going to be the toilet. These are tricky questions. Welcome to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. Love the morning. I like to listen to in the morning. Mornings in Halifax. On 101.3 Virgin Radio. All right, a new study found that towel racks are the dirtiest spots in the bathroom, so think about that the next time. You may be staying at somebody's house and they pull a, <laughs> pull a towel off. Here you go. Use this one. It's clean. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, apparently we don't clean them often enough. And also a lot of people hang damp towels up there. So lots of moisture. Okay, second to that, the second dirtiest spot would have been the hole, the, the plug hole inside the sink. That makes sense. That, that should be the first spot. <laughs> I, I don't understand how that is cleaner than a towel rack, but uh, that came in at number two. All right. 19 months ago. The pandemic, not only not only were we worried about the pandemic, of course, but uh, toilet paper. We had to worry about toilet paper. <laughs> people wow. just buying up all the toilet paper. Then people were hoarding gas and stuff like that. Now there's another shortage. No. What's that? Lunchables. There's a shortage in Lunchables. <laughs> Does this have anything to do with COVID? It's, it's because of COVID. It's because of the pandemic. I don't know why, but the company is acknowledging that they're, they're having difficulties and that there's going to be a shortage on Lunchables. But like when you hear the word Lunchables, you start thinking about like back in the day, like when I when I was a kid, Lunchables were so cool. Like if you had a Lunchable, you were a cool kid. Well, I didn't really get Lunchables. Same. That's why oh. I was never cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, ma, where's the Lunchables at? My mom always, you know, what? like uh, as you get older, you start to appreciate these things. When you were a kid, I, well, at least for me, I, I can't speak for all you kids out there. But to me, when I was a kid, mom made me, she always made me a home, like a cold lunch. That's what we call it, the cold lunch. And yeah. I always thought you were so much cooler if you had hot lunch and yeah. and like us poor or us poor people. We, we, I was thought, that's how I thought as a kid. As poor people, we get the cold lunch. Uh, those, <laughs> those those people get the hot lunch. <laughs> yeah, like the thermoses with like leftover gorgeous pasta and like soups yeah. and stuff. I'm like, what? I get a sandwich. How annoying. I need my cheese and cracker. <laughs> You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. I know you could think of at least one job, one job that you worked in. You you may have even done it, or you look back and you wish that when you quit that job, you did it epically. Yeah. <laughs> Fireworks and everything. Bam, bam, I quit. Y'all suck. <laughs> it would I be walked, a nice way to go out. Walked out of a job, just like on a job where we had walkies, me and my friend, and we were planning to walk out. We waited till after we got our paycheck, and we we're like, one, two, three, go. Drop the walkies and just walked out. <laughs> 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 Epic. Uh, <laughs> uh, think about that job in your life uh, that you just wanted to, you wanted to make it a statement that you were leaving. Uh, this video right here has gone completely viral. It's, uh, it's a lady who's completely upset with her job at Walmart, and she gets on the PA system. She gets on the PA Ooh. system during a busy day, and she announces that she's quitting. She also calls the boss a pervert. Oh. <laughs> take a listen. Attention Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. The attendant policy is bullshit. We are treated for management and customers poorly every day. Whenever we have a problem with it, we're told that we're replaceable. I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like shit. To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta and Kathy, shame on y'all for treating your associates the way you do. I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. Shout out to Kamenik, Patty, Shardell, and so many more. Walmart doesn't deserve y'all. F- manage it and f- this job. I quit. 
Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Uh, we're speaking about the movie The Bodyguard, the classic with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. There's a reboot in the makes, and fans are suggesting Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum be the brand new bodyguard. Horrible suggestion. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible suggestion. We got to do, we can do better than that. He's not a great actor. We can do better. So you guys are all texting in uh, a lot of suggestions. We'll go to that here in a second. We got a phone call. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Casey Affleck. Casey. Oh, I love Casey Affleck. That's a, you know what? That's a great suggestion. Yeah. I think that he could uh, bust through with a role like that. Yeah. Some people are suggesting that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez would be great new characters for the remake. Uh, reboot of the bodyguard. I would go with Casey Affleck over Ben Affleck. I, Me I like too. it. Yeah. yeah, we've same, seen Jamie. Yeah, same here. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it, buddy. Billy, hey, Billy Eilish to the uh, for the uh, actress. Do we know that Billy Eilish can act? We don't. <laughs> but if she just if she's just herself, I mean, it'll it probably fit. See, that's a fun choice. If you're just yourself, that, that that makes sense. But some of us, like, for example, me, you put a video camera on me, all of a sudden, I'm stupid. I'm not, I just yeah, got just totally weird. Instantly weird, instantly Hello. stupid. I'm not good. <laughs> you can put me on a stage, and I've been on, I've done uh, the Pepsi Center for the Denver Nuggets in front of like 20,000 people. Easy peasy with the radio. You put me yeah. in front of CTV's cameras. Instant stupid. Like instantly, I don't know how to act like a human uh, you're being. Just being your, you're just being yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Instant stupid. I like it. <laughs> Appreciate the call, buddy. Care, Cheers. Guys. All right. Um, yeah, so, like, you can, I mean, I don't like the idea of just throwing people in. I think for a movie like The Bodyguard, if you're remaking it, they need to be great actors. They can't just be big celebrity names. Somebody said Paul Blart. Okay. Yeah. Is that the mall cop? The mall cop, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Somebody suggested Clint Eastwood's son, uh, which also that that might. I don't know how good he is at acting, but he definitely fits the part. But I don't know what his acting skills are like. I didn't watch that movie that he was in, or he's in a couple of movies. I think. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them either. One of my favorite ones here is definitely Tom Hardy. I like the idea of Tom Hardy being the bodyguard. He can do anything. He's great. Yeah, he's amazing. Hell, if you put Tom Hardy in there, I'll be the girl that he saves. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, we just got a text for that. That's Woo! another great suggestion. Uh, I think Michael B. Jordan's great. I think he fits the part. Uh, there's even talks of Michael B. Jordan being a new Superman here or Superman character of some I sort. See that. I could see that. How you doing, Turker? What's going on, man? This is it. Okay, Here, here's my choices. You ready for this one? Yeah, yeah. let's hear it. We're talking about the bodyguard who would be a great yeah. replacement for Kevin Costner in the yep. reboot. What you got? Either Will Smith or Keanu Reeves. Okay, Will Smith and Keanu Reeves are way too old to be the bodyguard. Sorry. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you, like the bodyguard is, like, Will Smith and Keanu Reeves are going to have to stretch before they save her. <laughs> pull it off. <laughs> They're going to be like, ah, pull the hammy. <laughs> 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 I think uh, I think the bodyguard's got to be a bit of a younger actor. I think. How old was Kevin Costner in the movie? I would suggest that he was in his thirties, uh, his late thirties. I don't know. Late thirties okay. in nineteen ninety two was he? Maybe I don't know. Like, why don't we look that up real quick? But uh, like, how old's Will Smith right now? He's he's like in his fifties, isn't he? Uh, I think I think Will Smith is. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people are texting Zac Efron. Also, not the greatest actor out no. there. 
I thought this was a great suggestion for the reboot of The Bodyguard. Somebody suggested Gerard Butler is the bodyguard and Lady Gaga is the artist. I think that's yeah, a Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is a great actress. I think that's a yeah. that's a pretty good. Uh, there, somebody just texted and said Jason Statham is hotter than Channing, Channing Tatum and can act. So yeah, they, yeah, true. So there's a, a person with Team Turk saying Jason Statham would make a great bodyguard in the reboot. Uh, you were accurate, Turk, by the way. Kevin Costner was 37 during the body. 37. So he was a there year you younger go. than I am right now. Listen, thank you for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. You guys have a good day. One shot at the perfect score. Now, our highest score. It feels really good to be in that perfect score club. It's Turk's Score of the Week on Virgin Radio. Catherine, welcome to the show. You're calling number 10. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to Virgin Radio Mornings. We love you. Always. <laughs> okay, Catherine, so uh, welcome to Turk's Score of the Week. This is going to be a chance to win my beer cash of $100. If you can get more than four correct, you're going to win the $100. Awesome. Crystal and Curtis are tied right now. They both got a score of four. So if you cannot get more than four, we're going to call the two of them up, do a tiebreaker question between them. But if you can get more than four, you get my beer money. All right, pressure's on. You ready? I think so. <laughs> okay, it's trivia questions. You get the answer until you get one wrong. You cannot pass on any question. All right, I think I'm ready. <laughs> okay, let's go. Catherine, who is the current U.S. president? Joe Biden. That is correct. What is the name of the pet dinosaur in the Flintstones? Uh, I should know this. It's a classic. Dino? Dino is correct. <laughs> You've got two. Oh, okay. Catherine, who painted the Mona Lisa? Leonardo da Vinci. That is correct. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on up. You got three right there. These are not easy. <laughs> Here we go. To tie it up for a three-way tie. What? Is the name of Andy's neighbor in Toy Story? Oh my goodness. Sid? That is correct! <laughs> okay. Catherine, we got a four way tie right now. <laughs> this is a first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catherine, if you get this right, you're going to be winning the score of the week, taking home my $100 beer cash. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> Who is reported to be the first man on the moon? Neil Armstrong. That is correct. Yeah. Congratulations, Catherine. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You just picked up $100 cash. It's Turk's beer money. You have the high score of the week. That's five. Do you want to continue to play to see if you can get some more right? Um, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you already won. So here we go. What is Goofy's son's name? And uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool. I don't remember it. Maximilian is what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> We'd be here all day letting you try to guess that, Kathy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Here's something for you to take a guess at. Okay. How many mar- <laughs> How many uh, s'mores do you think the uh, Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters could make? <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty 
pretty big. <laughs> one million. He's pretty big. He's as big as like skyscrapers and stuff. One million, Alex? <laughs> that's just a random guess. That's a that's a pretty good guess. Megan, what do you think? What did how what did Alex say? One million. One million on one. <laughs> what is this? The price is right. Yeah, actually. I always do that. I, I read this wrong, Alex. You, that wasn't a very good guess. <laughs> it's three hundred million s'mores. I love it how you said that after Megan's guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, hers was a total cop off of yours. So. <laughs> I hate when I come across this stuff on uh, the internet. You know, when you're doing a radio show, it's all about finding things that are trending, things that people are talking about, uh, so that we can bring it to the show and speak about it. Three of us, we always like to throw in our real life stories and stuff like that, make it a little more human, right? Mm. Of course. We want to be able to relate to you and you relate to us. You know a little more about us. Maybe you trust us more and love us more or whatever. You know what I mean? It's all about being human and not just being these these radio personalities that go on there and go, I found this, 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 this. Hello. Besides some of our real life stories that we tell you, yeah, sure, I go on the internet and I look for topics to speak about. And then I come across these things and I'm like, oh, let me look into this real quick. And I click on it and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, What is it? Well, like, the, of course... The headline gets me. It says five ways to perk up from an afternoon slump. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This is great. Let me, let me read about this because if any of our listeners are ever having a slump in the afternoon, I'd love to tell them what they can do to uh, get out of that slump, right? The day gets tiring. Exactly. And if I can find anything that helps people, I'm just going to, I might as well look into it. It's not going to, it's not going to take much, but me click on it and read the article. But then the things that they say to do are like common knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Either they are stuff you already know or they're completely out out of this world. I mean, maybe it's a, a helpful reminder. I don't know. But it says if you have an afternoon slump, drink some water. Go You out, should be doing that all the time anyways. Go outside, take a power nap, talk to someone, eat something. Those Wait, are, are we sleeping outside or are those two separate ones? Those are... <laughs> Those are two separate ones. Oh, you could take a nap outside. You could. I've done it before. I I get a little floaty and tie it off to the dock and float in in a lake and just take a nap. It's beautiful. But uh, anyways, those are things you already know. So, I mean, maybe it's just a reminder. They got me, though. I clicked on it. (laughs) Get your fix of Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex weekdays 530 to 10 on Virgin Radio. And follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 